today we brought in a certified holistic health coach, a personal trainer, and an entrepreneur who built her business around the science of making people sweat. My body starts sweating when I'm in the locker room, about to go in. Come up, you're going to the back next time. <laughs> That's actually more torture than, than anything. Um, I know nothing. Namaste, that crazy in me honors the oh. crazy in you. You have to mentally put yourself in that position. These heels are badass, but like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's like in a different level. All right, so let's start with the benefits of hot exposure. What are they? Why do people need to know about it? Well, the first thing I tell people when they ask what the deal is with the hot room is that I tell them that it's going to help them reach their goals faster, their body fat goals faster. So. For me, that's one of the things that really surprised me with working out in the hot room is when I initially got introduced to hot Pilates actually, because I took Bikram yoga for years before that, but it was actually hot Pilates where I started seeing massive changes in my body. I was actually training for a fitness show. I was training for the Arnold Amateur. Uh -huh. And so, you know, I was full-time personal training. Matt's and training for that too. Yeah, same oh, yeah. thing. Yeah, then, yeah. exactly. Yeah, for that. And for sure. I was doing five-day body splits, which is like the maximum, you know, amount of lifting that you'll pretty much do as okay. a human being <laughs> if you're trying to reach results. <laughs> right. Any more than so that. I was doing those five-day body splits. And then I started teaching hot Pilates across the street at a little, a little studio there. And I could not believe how sore I was. Really? <laughs> yeah, just from the increased range of motion. Because That's of the wild. heat, your muscles get warmer. You're able to, your ligaments, your tendons, everything kind of mm -hmm. loosens up and gets yeah. more blood flow. I definitely know that so, feeling. Yeah, you're <laughs> able to get more range of motion. So you're getting, you're activating more muscle fibers and you're able to get more results. So I was just like... Couldn't believe how sore I was. I thought I was doing the maximum possible. And um, it also did help me, you know, lose body fat from being pregnant that I was trying to lose as well from my second baby. And um, actually my first baby, I did use the hot room. No, it's okay. My we don't have well. to remember how many kids know, we have. It's, like, it's, that it's been so long. <laughs> I've been in the hot room for a very long time now. So it's the weight, the weight loss is the number one thing. And now, Jordan, I know that you have experienced weight loss. I've been to a few of these classes so I can tell you what they're like, but I can't go through the same transformation you did. What's the story with your weight loss? And basically, basically I was 280 at one point and wow. uh, started going back to the gym every single day, working mm -hmm. out, you know, six days a week. And I was losing a lot of weight, but the key thing is once I started doing hot Pilates and getting in a hot room, mm -hmm. my body fat was disappearing and I was leaning out super quick by doing all the different movements, sweating more. You know, I'd run three miles on a treadmill and I barely sweat. Yeah. I do 10 <laughs> minutes in her class and I'm <laughs> no. drenched. Yeah. Here, here. No, I, my body starts sweating when I'm in the locker room about to go in. Like, I think that my brain is already preparing itself. You because, have to mentally put yourself yeah. in a position to actually step foot into the room, start sweating, looking right, at the mat. Sure. And you're like, oh my God, what am I getting ready to do? You know, and you're totally drenched drinking your water before class right. even starts. So what's different in your mind? What do you think to yourself now versus your first few times? Like what's changed in your mentality? Uh, I think first couple of times I was scared just because Ooh. everybody else yeah. in the room was in better shape than me. <laughs> and uh, there are too. a few guys yeah. that do the class, but usually it's a lot of girls that do the class. And the first thing I'm thinking is, man, I got to keep up. Right. <laughs> the first thing that crossed my mind when I got in the Can't class. Can't embarrass myself Can't in front of all these girls. myself being in that class. But uh, it's uh, very challenging, very challenging. And uh, the best thing I like about it is every single time I go, I learn something new. What about um, joint lubrication and the kind of like stiffness and soreness that you might get from weightlifting? Do you think it helps with any of that kind of recovery? Absolutely. So when you get hot, your capillaries expand. And so you're getting more blood flow into even your small uh, ligaments and tendons, obviously in your muscles as well, but your tendons and ligaments don't get as much blood flow as your muscles do. They actually get ligaments, get less and tendons get even less than that. Mm. So by increasing uh, the, the capillary action, that's getting blood flow in there. And so you're able to a lot of people have injuries in their where their ligaments are and their joints and the tendons. And so it just helps get that lubrication in there and you're able to get um, higher levels of flexibility and get deeper into the postures, the exercises, which is going to activate. Yeah, more it definitely feels so, so that is what feels right is that if you have warm muscles, they stretch further. Is that science or is that just what it feels like? Do they stretch more? 
Yeah, definitely, because there's more blood flow and oxygen in there, so Ooh. they're able to open up. Gotcha. And you can verify this. You're I've more actually, flexible I've now. Actually, thank God. I've actually, <laughs> I've actually noticed by weightlifting and doing her class that doing her class has actually made me more flexible to the point that I'm lifting heavier. You know, and no, it, wow. you're saying it actually so, helps with muscle strength with, with my strength, um, lifting weights. I actually uh, can lift heavier because I'm more flexible and I'm, I'm able to pump more when, when I do uh, certain type of exercises. That's interesting. But uh, her class with flexibility has absolutely helped with that. Okay. Because mm. I would think that maybe it would help you get skinny, but also kind of tinier muscles. But you're yeah. saying it can help you lift more weight because you can stretch better and recover better. So it's actually leading to more. And not as sore. That's a big more thing. More size. Oh. Right. And there's Definitely actually a scientific reason for that. Lay it on so, me. So, And I it. tell people like in class, and this is why I got so sore when I first started, because when you're lifting, you want to, there's a certain um, percentage that you want to stretch. They're called sarco sarcomeres. Oh, cool oh, word. Cool. Matt, can you Google that? <laughs> I don't know how to spell it. See what, <laughs> see what a sarcomere so is. So you yeah. want to stretch it to a certain point to get my, and this also goes in, like say if you lunge and you jump and, um, and you're going to okay. jump as far as you can, like a long, a long jump person. Like You want to stretch the muscle to like a certain optimal amount to get the, the highest um, contraction. So that kind of ties into what Jordan's yeah. saying because he's more flexible. He was able to tap into that maximal contraction. Because it would be actually, it'd be hilarious if you did long jumping in there. But we do, we did <laughs> some jumping. We did some like hopping around, which I remember. Mm -hmm. And I was like, all right, this is what everyone's doing. Then this is what I got to do. Oh, know? yeah. We do the hit <laughs> intervals, you know, do a little plyo jumps, hit intervals. Nice. Absolutely. So. Those spike your heart rate really, really high. For sure. Yeah. Especially the jump squats with the band around your, your knees. Those are the best. Sweating everywhere. Ooh. Jump squats. Those are the absolute Bands around the knee. Yeah, those are great. <laughs> okay, so let's touch on the mental aspects of it. Um, do you think it improved your willpower and your um, kind of just ability to handle 60 minutes of heat? It was tough. It's definitely a challenge at first. I mean, it took me probably, mm -hmm. you know, a good couple of weeks to actually get adjusted to the heat. You know, the workout is tough enough, you know, without the heat. <laughs> right. You know, yeah, for, I 60 bet. Minutes, yeah. for 60 minutes doing push-ups and squats that was and brutal. lunges. Yeah, for sure. That's, you know, in a, in a 70 degree room, that's tough. But to do it in 103 degrees, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's might as well just be out there in the desert. Like, Absolutely challenging. But uh, once you can get through the, the heat aspect of it, you really don't think about it. You're yeah. just focused mm. on your routine. But you're closer to becoming a Navy SEAL now than when you started. Uh, thank God. Yeah. Like maybe a little bit in a long journey, but still, you know, I Navy still, I still have a ways to go to be. You a ever Navy had a Navy SEAL. SEAL come in? What about military special ops? No. Oh, that would have been interesting. I actually had, there was a member at the club that stopped in to say hello, but he never took the class. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Dude, he wasn't ready for that. Are you he kidding? He wasn't ready. Yeah. I was Two like, tours in Afghanistan. He's not there yet. Yeah. You know, like that class. Just kidding. But yeah, that would be. <laughs> I mean, Navy SEALs are badass, but like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like in a different level. But it's almost scary, right? If they're going to go into a room that they don't know, if they're like, what if this is harder than they don't want to be that <laughs> sure. in the room, you know? Right. And there's some skinny woman in the corner, like who's worked through all of it. And they're like, nope, uh, I don't need to mess with that. <laughs> it's too risky for the ego. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> So I wanted to mention, so I uh, referenced a, a lot of things in preparation for it, but Dr. Rhonda Patrick, who is a big Joe Rogan um, guest, has just released all this information about uh, studies that were done in Finland about saunas. And I feel like because it's a hot environment, I thought some of it might be relevant because it was super Ooh. good. So a new uh, study with which had 2000 people in it, and it was done in Finland, and it was Finland. 20 years of following people who went to the sauna frequently and they were grouped into one that was two to three times a week and another group that was four to seven and then another group that didn't go. And mm. after 20 years, they found that the people who went two to three times a week were 27% less likely to die from cardiovascular disease what? and 34% less likely to die from all cause mortality. But it does seem like it's fairly dose dependent because mm. the ones that went four to seven times a week, so essentially you as a trainer going almost every day, four right. to seven times, right? Mm -hmm. Probably. And they're 50% less likely to die from cardiovascular disease and 40% with all cause mortality. So, uh, and this was people who did more than 11 minutes. So it seems like the longer you're in there, the more frequently, the less likely you are to have uh, cardiac problems and even just 
just diet less. So does that, I don't know. I don't know if you'd heard any of those studies, but what do you know about longevity and um, kind of just heat or at least hot yoga kind of? I mean, just from personal experience, it's definitely slowed down the aging process a hundred percent. So I, I feel better than I felt when I was 27 right now. You and feel, I'm 41, so. Okay. I need to take wow. a lot more yeah. classes then if that's helping with the aging process. Yeah. Okay, so you're both reverse aging. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> and you both do hot yoga. It could be correlational, it could be causational, I mean, but still, it's good to know. I'm sure the green juices and essential oils help too, but those are like my three, those are like the three keys. Yeah, the diet, yeah, you would say, what are the three keys, the diet and the ex- just general exercise or you're saying the hot exercise exercise and diet i just call, i call it sweat superfoods and essential oils oh. break it down for me so sweat and sweating in the hot room okay and then essential oils i take those internally and for anti-aging they're super high antioxidants and um also some of them assist in apoptosis as well i know we ta- had talked about that and apoptosis also- is when cells want to die right it's when um, something causes the cell to die that's actually harmful. A harmful cell is gotcha. causes a harmful cell to die, so it's not damaging your body. Do you look up apoptosis memes? I feel like that could be a thing. So a lot of times, like a cancer cell, it it becomes immortal. It won't die, so it just like keeps spreading in the body. Right. Ooh. So there are certain uh, compounds that will go in the body and find those and kill them. So oh. that could be, a, you know, something yeah. that could help against. So I have, yeah, I, so I do have some research about that too, but yeah, they were saying <laughs> apoptosis is the death of a cell, but yep. so n- some cells, I think they're called senescent cells. Can you check that? I might be wrong on that term, but it's the cells that are just like, they call them like zombie cells. Like they're dead because they're not doing anything useful for the body, but they're not dead because they're not gone. So they can just sometimes make crap and just stick around in there. I'm sure there's ones that do that too. There's all kind of, so it's like cleansing the body of Mm. debris and junk. Yeah, that's like fat. Yeah, I think fasting does something like that too. Yeah, the intermittent. Okay, so let's talk. uh, So if Matt has not been to a class before, I've only been to a handful, loved them, but I also am still a little unsure on the right placement in the room. So Mm. do you basically encourage your best students to be at the very front? Or how does it naturally play out the positioning of your students? I mean, right now, I just let people walk in and go wherever resonates with them you don't you don't rank, you don't rank them all and say you have earned one spot up you now need to go back one spot yeah i have like a checking a grading system up oh, you're going to the back uh, next I just, have, I just have one rule is is with the mirror you don't want to be in the middle of the crap <laughs> right oh, that's oh. The oh. so so that's, that's the so only thing you need to do oh, it's the really? left of the crack the right of the crack but never directly in the middle yeah it makes it and hard to split. balance yeah you can't you can't I, you cannot balance if you're staring in the middle of the crack okay Okay, so avoid the crack and then make sure that you're in the right position in the room. So it, yeah, that's hilarious though, because you would never go up to like, Courtney, I'm sorry, you haven't performed well. You're gonna need, you <laughs> fell over in Shavasana or whatever. Well, what my, my background is with Bikram yoga. I started Bikram yoga about 17 years ago when I moved to Vegas. It was a stinky little room with smelly carpet and I showed up and, I was like, let's do this thing, you know, and, and it was love ever since I loved it. Yeah. I was hooked after that. And, um, yeah. and so then it evolved, then Vegas started opening hot Pilates studios. And then, then they started adding hot barefoot boot camp, And of course the hot yoga has always kind of been around, but they added the vinyasa flow instead of Hatha, which is Bikram. So, um, anyways, in Bikram there, they only want you to be in the front if you are not going to sit down throughout the whole class. Oh yeah. It is a no, so I, to be I mean, sitting I'm down. like that type a, like I'm in the front, I'm not sitting down. Like it's, you know, <laughs> you like help other people show them the form and also you kind of leading the class. Yeah, for like sure. No, I definitely thing. reference people because sometimes we're on the side and I'm like, I can't see that you up on the platform. So then I've got to look over. <laughs> yeah. And then it if you want to give up and you're in the front, you're less likely to give up because you have like social yeah. pressure behind you but so yeah exactly true. yeah you're Plus like, pre- i'm not giving up they'll think i'm a wuss yeah that's what i think too when i'm in the back not performing well i'm like I, at least i, I make them feel go, better I purposely go to the front just so it motivates me to keep going. yeah exactly. oh yeah you yeah. you want that pressure Absolutely. huh that social Absolutely. pressure on you Absolutely. okay i mostly had in the back so far yeah the two on the side i gotta of the be podium. bold and go up there 
It was like the right hand and the left, like the right wing woman. There right, you too. Right wing man, left. Yeah, so those are like the key players right there. Give them the high fives, encourage the rest of the classroom. But as the room does get fuller, people, there will be people all lining the front. And that's when sweat gets all over the mirrors. You have to clean them really good. <laughs> oh, I never thought about that. What's that process like? Squeegee? Oh, yeah. Well, I don't have a squeegee, but we just spray it and, <laughs> you know. Well, first off, what's the difference between Bikram and what you do? And then what do you remember about that first Bikram experience? How did it lead into where you are now? So Bikram, it's a 90 minute class and it's typically about 105 degrees in there or more. Our studios here, I mean, it would get really, really hot and it's about 40% humidity. It can go up, you know, depending on the studio. We have a lot of How much humidity is normal air? I mean, it'll range from 40 to 60. Yeah. They say 40, but I know that we've been way higher than that. I like it actually, but it feels like Florida or something like, but then we're in Las Vegas where it's so dry. So I don't know. Yeah. At Alchemy, we keep, we, uh, we'll go up to 60 and then we'll turn it off because it it stuff starts like condensating after that. So the first experience in Bikram, it was, uh, you know, this Russian instructor, she was very strict. And it's like, you don't mess around in there. It's almost like a drill sergeant type. Sure, man. <laughs> and I just that. have this personality where I'm such a like creator and like always just da da da, create, create, create. Like I kind of like to show up and just tell me what to do. I'm going to crush it. Like, let's go, you know, and you're yeah. just not thinking about it. So I like to veer off from like my normal personality. Right, but she was do doing that. the drill sergeant thing. Mm-hmm. So I liked it. And some people don't like that. You know, if they, they are sensitive be able to or whatever, parts. they might yeah. not or like soft. that. <laughs> 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 you sensitive people. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a type, I would say a type A type of workout. Okay. Mm. Yeah, probably so. But I'm not, I don't want to... I'm sure there's plenty of type B's that go to, For sure, but yeah. the, the hardcore ones where it's like stricter and even like the boot camp and the harder ones, probably more type a more athlete type mentality, you know, and then the yoga and the chill ones more like appeal to people who like, just kind of like to go with the flow. Okay. So that after yeah. a few, I guess, years of being under her, you then thought to yourself, I'm ready to start my own business. Or how did you go from there to, uh, you know, owning your own entrepreneur? So that experience, I only had that instructor, I think one time there was like so many different studios in Vegas, different Bikram studios. And actually one of my best friends, she owns the Vegas yoga, which is the only one in Las Vegas that still has like the true Bikram classes, um, the 26 postures times two. And so, I mean, we would just take classes. I've pretty much been to every studio I went to, as I mentioned before, I I went across the street to a little boutique studio across from LVAC when I was training there. And I actually created their teacher training program and, um, that was really my first experience teaching the hot Pilates style. So time evolved and then I moved over to Summerlin, came over here. So I've taught at the different studios. I opened studios here, the big ones. And and then when everything shut down, you know, we kind of were left wandering around and everything got reset. And then I ended up you know, feeling a little bit sad and depressed because I, I was, that was like the peak of me teaching in the class. There was 65 plus people in there. We were crushing it. It was just, it was amazing. And then when everything shut down, we just lost all of that, you know, our community, like the people. And so then little by little, I started to just get back into classes and went to a different studio up the street just to get in the cardio, but it was different from the for, the way that I teach um, because I infuse like yoga into all the classes, even the hard yeah, classes. Yeah, so you have that, you wanted to merge what you thought would be the ultimate yeah. types of classes to do in the heat like that. So I was just showing up and going hard and it was great for cardio, but I did injure myself a couple times. And so because the stretching wasn't like where I normally was used, what I was used to. And then I ended up going to this, you know, the gym to Kilo and I was actually going to start my personal training business back there as an independent. And then um, the VP showed me the fitness room and was like, yeah, we're not using it. If you know anyone that wants to lease this room, you know, monthly. Yeah. And um, 
then let me know. And I was like, uh, yeah, that was a no brainer. Like I want that room. Yeah, it's amazing. Sure. <laughs> so it just came out the blue, you know? So where's everybody's ancestors from? Do you feel like you were meant for the heat somehow? Like is everybody? I was the opposite. I'm actually from Colorado. And oh, oh Colorado. my God, from the snow? <laughs> and I love the cold. How could you have betrayed you know, the snow? I love the house being 70 degrees during the day. <laughs> you know, I actually prefer being cold. So it's definitely a different experiment. Oh, so, so have you heard of that word hormesis? Do you know what that is? I looked it up. Okay. I'd never okay. heard of that. So I'll, so I'll throw this out there. So hormesis is the concept. Uh, we actually have a book up there called Anti-Fragile. They're similar words for a concept where the body, if it's stressed a little bit, which is what weightlifting is, what going into heat is, it's, it's beneficial to a point, right? Mm -hmm. Like too much heat and you can die, too much exercise and you can pull a muscle. But if you do it constantly a little bit, the body just, its baseline moves up and moves up and moves up and becomes better and better. So mm -hmm. it seems like when you put yourself into these hot and cold situations, you're experiencing hormesis. So do you mm. try to go the other direction with cold at all? Um, do you recommend like people take cold showers afterwards? Or what do you think about moving the baseline in the other direction? I mean, I've read plenty of research saying, you know, that both are beneficial. I personally am not a cold person. I ever since I sprained my ankle really bad with playing basketball when I was in high school and I had to do ice baths and it was so much pain. I was gonna say, what do you remember about those? So much pain. <laughs> it's like all pain. I thought I was gonna die. It hurt so bad. That's it, what it's like for us going like into hot classes nice. at first. And then we do the better. cryo chamber, the cryotherapy. Oh, I I've seen twice that a week. Thing. I go in there be wearing nothing but boxers. That's not even ice Stand in it for like two minutes. You know, your body temperature gets to about 20 degrees. You get out of there, you're shivering, you're screaming. You put on, you put on little, you know, mittens and your little, uh, your robe. And they're like, when, you know, I'm still freezing. Oh, it's going to take five minutes to warm up. I'm not warming up. Like, yeah. this is horrible. Oh my, yeah, there's no so way. So I, I can't that. do that ever again. Do you look at that? Wow. So it was like that, one of those pods that you would like. Absolutely. You literally stand in it for like two or three minutes. Oh my gosh, you look and, like uh, Walt Disney being frozen. Yeah, I used to like a popsicle. I used to, I used to do that. That's I used to do number. that uh, pretty consistently for about six months. Mm. And uh, yeah, that's that's tough. <laughs> I just yeah. like yeah, that it looks just tough. looks. Yeah, that guy just like he's not. That, that's actually more all. torture than yeah. Than any. I've read people have amazing results on that, and same thing with the heat. So I think like whatever you know fits your personality. But like if I go to the spa, what I love to do is called hydrotherapy. So what you do is you go get in like a steam room or the sauna okay. for like five minutes. Gets super hot. And you can drink a lot of water while you're in there. And then you go to a very cold shower or you can do a cold plunge. So you go hot, Dang, cold, hot, cold. You yeah. go back and forth five minutes each for like an hour. You can do yeah. it as long as you want. But I would try and do like six rounds maybe, like 12 total. And by the end of that so year much. and drinking a lot of water, you feel like you're floating, but your skin <laughs> looks so good because when you get in the heat, you're shunting blood to all your you know muscles mm -hmm. and all the ligaments and tendons and then when you get in the cold it's pulling it back vasodilation and pulling everything back so you're getting all this fresh blood going back and coming back and so it's really good for yeah, healing I your body imagine that but anyways i wanted to talk about a sweat interests me quite a bit i was wondering what happens like inside the body when we're sweating in terms of like would do you think any heavy metals or if we're eating plastics or we're breathing pollution do you think the extra sweat is somehow helping us get that out of our body instead of just through like normal body, like pee and poo or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of re research that shows that they found heavy metals, um, arsenic, mercury, lead, um, all the icky stuff and also PCBs that are found in plastic. And they actually, even just drinking water out of plastic, you're actually consuming microplastic. Wait, they found this in the sweat. Hmm? You you've read something where people studied the sweat? Yeah, yeah, oh, they found cool. it in the sweat That's and insane. in higher amounts than what they ever would have found it in their urine or blood. Cuz typically with heavy metals, you have to consume like a a heavy metal chelator such as like 
um, chlorella, cilantro, spirulina, those dense green mm. supplements to like bind to the heavy metal and take it out of your body. Right. So the fact that sweating is as being found in sweat is very beneficial because those things have extremely harmful. So do you effects. still recommend that they take those things to bind to it and then it goes through the sweat? Or were you saying just the sweat alone is probably taking care of it now? Yeah, I mean, I do or it just all. do both. Yeah, because like all, if it goes out for the sweat, good. If it goes out the other way, good too. <laughs> yep, absolutely. So, and there's been times when I would like smell sweat, and it smelled like. <gasps> can you smell your? Can you smell someone? Not healthy? really anymore because say, I've drink, sweat drink, so drink much. To, drink the yeah. before class and <laughs> that see what you is. Smell. <laughs> what do you think? Can you tell garlic? Us? You can smell. What about drinking though? A guy, if yeah, I, I if can he comes that for a fact. You can smell. You, you can smell it in the your night own. before, and you do a class. You can smell everything you drink the night before, no. and everybody else no can, by way. the way, too. <laughs> and normally you don't what? smell as much, but when the class is over and it's been a big class, and someone walks in, you're like, "Yep, that you was a charge. Sunday morning class." Why don't you charge uh, an extra some of the conversations fee? Conversations you have after class. Yeah, if they're you like, for dinner last night. <laughs> yeah, they're like asparagus, garlic, and wine. Yeah, I know, we bro. I, I worked out right next to you. Like, I smell your sweat. But, you know, it's better than keeping it inside, I guess, right? I mean, your hangover will go way faster. I guess for you when you're cleaning the window afterwards and you're like, oh. I purposely made sure I went to class if I knew if the night before I was drinking or if I was drinking all day. I made sure I went to a hot class. Because you knew that out. was going to help take I care knew, of it. I knew it was all coming out if I, if I went to class. Yeah. Yep. And then you feel better faster. You get back to homeostasis faster. It helps, helps oh, with the hangover. Yeah. Massive Absolutely. hangover. You'd still show Absolutely. up to class. Absolutely. Have to go to class the next day. That is a must. You've seen someone with a hangover? Uh, no class? one's ever. I mean, I personally have a rule if I'm super hungover, which is not very often like that, um, that I would never, even through all these 17 years of hot classes, I would not. But if you've just had a few drinks and you're like, ah, but you're still feeling like pretty good, like you can yeah. hang, but you don't want to like stress out your heart if you're like super messed up. Like, you <laughs> yeah, know, it that. depends, <laughs> I think, what level of hangover you have because your body is definitely right. struggling. But if you're just... If you it's, just had a few drinks, yeah. you're just fine. a couple of shots of tequila to get some headshots for a YouTube channel, it's, and that's yeah. that's all. <laughs> You'll be fine. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. All right. So let's talk about jargon. So what, uh, Matthew? Do you know what jargon do you know that for like Yoga Hot Studio? Um, I know nothing. Maybe we can Google see what oh, top wait, list is. Um, what? Well, yeah, like, okay, so let's say, especially Matt, he hasn't done any of this. What, uh, like, if you use these terms like savasana and others. Asana? What's asana? Or, how do you say it? As asana? Oh, asana. asana. Yeah, or, wait, is that the word? Yeah, whatever it is. Walk us through the terms that we need to get done for your class. Okay, so I never say asana. I mean, these are definitely... Um, a lot of yoga terminology since we're, we're definitely a little more fitness oriented at alchemy. Um, like the ignite and chisel classes are more like the hot Pilates, the hot barefoot boot camp, And then, but you namaste at the end. I do say namaste at the end. Okay. And then, um, Even after hit style training, namaste basically yeah. means the light in me honors the light in you. So oh, okay. it's just like a salutation to close oh, really? the class. I was like, bye or something. No, but yeah, yeah, when you hear that, class is over, bro. I thought that too at first. I thought that's when it was, see you later and I'll get out. No, it's actually not. Yeah, and we have one. We say namaskre. That means the crazy in me honors oh, the crazy in you. Oh, namaskre. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. That's a great one. What else you got so, for us? What other jargon do we need to know? Uh, I mean, chaturanga. Yeah, that's a high plank to low plank push up. You're hovering the ground. And then Shavasana is at, at the end of class, the dead corpse pose. Mm -hmm. You're just laying there like Perfect, you're dead yeah. with your palms up. That's the great up. one. That's the, best, that's the best move of the class. Yeah, of uh, course. I agree. <laughs> so that's pretty much, I do tell people about Ujjayi breath at the end of class. When we're in Shavasana, basically when we're going into breath work, just to calm yourself down, you keep mm. your lips closed and you inhale through your nose and then you exhale through your nose in Ujjayi breath. It's kind of firing uh, up your inner fire with without opening your mouth. Gotcha, but you believe in the in the nose, out the mouth thing? During class, yeah. And then when we're calming down and just kind of inhale for three, hold it in for three, exhale slowly for three it really calms your mind that would be see so you're probably at that point now right where you're kind of breathing differently than you were at first right oh yeah at first it was very heavy 
and, yeah. and now it's more in controlled, you know, controlled breathing, you know, and like, like Noel just said, you know, one in one way out the other way. Yeah, that's know, before it was whatever what other way I can get it in and out. Just yeah, yeah. For sure. just like, <laughs> but, but you know, once you, once you, no, Matt, in through the nose. Yeah, once that's you get, once you get used to it, you know, you can actually control all your movements, including your breathing. Which breathing is probably the most important part nice. of class, actually. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, that's part I feel like I could definitely use a lot of work on. But yeah, I mean, especially when I hear you talking, you're working, you're sweating, you're a little bit out of breath, but you're talking. I'm not able to do that properly, so I know there's something going on with my overall fitness level there. And that, I think that's just as an instructor comes with time. And then that's why I absolutely have to have a microphone. I, I, there's no way, because when you're trying to yell, you're like, ah, and you're exerting <laughs> all this energy. But when you have that mic, you can just use that top like. Have you had a break on you? Have you ever done a class without it? Oh yeah. There's been, when I first started teaching, the studios would not have mics. <laughs> I ended up buying my own mic, bringing it in, trying to even, you know, threatening that OSHA standards <laughs> would probably not allow it for like our throat. Cause I lose my voice very easily from yelling over like music or, yeah. and I like the music loud. So, I mean, we like it to be a party in there. You know, we got <laughs> the lights, the led lights, we got the loud music. And so you have to have like a good mic. That's gonna music. Music's very important too. Yeah. Music. You think so? One. Everything. big time if, if, if the music is boring there's no rhythm there's no beat you're in the class you're like man when is this over yeah like, it is yeah playlist is everything you know if you're if you're if you're focused on all your moves and you're you're listening to music and it has rhythm and you're into it it just makes the class go that much quicker so how much how, what let's talk to me about water i'd like to hear both your experiences what do you think especially as a man is it a lot more or how much water do you need each day when you're going to these classes I mean, I drink a gallon a day oh, and, nice. and the main reason I drink a gallon a day is because not only do I do her classes, but I also work out um, before I go to her class. So, wow. so, so about, a a, about a gallon, about a gallon a day. That's crazy. So you're that guy who has the big thing with you. I, I try not to carry a jug. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, nothing know, wrong with it, but you just notice it because you're like, you know, that's I, a lot I, of water. I used to be in an office with five other guys <laughs> and I used to walk around with a jug and I yeah. took a beating from all of them back then. So I don't do that anymore. Oh. So now I've downgraded myself to the uh, hydro flasks. Oh yeah. Well, I, mean, I, I don't yeah. know if you've seen the meme, but some of the big bodybuilders, they carry the like, I think it's a five gallon thing around and they're just like, cause it's heavy too. And it's I like, mean, yeah, they like, put it around their shoulder and walk around yeah. like this the whole time. Yeah, I've seen and that. And they're like, I got to drink that thing. What about how much water do you recommend for your students? And how much do you drink? I always tell them three to four liters. So when I wake up, I fill up a mason jar, like a liter. And then I put my little adaptogens in there for energy and just everything. It's like a superfood. Adaptogens are like mushrooms, right? Are you like the little powders? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this, like the one things? I have, it's organic. It's by cost. It has. Is that to help with hydration or just help with overall health? That one's just for like energy. Oh. Cause I try not to drink like coffee because it's acidic, even though I like it. Um, I try and go like a more alkaline route because that does help with like mm. just overall wellness and anti-aging. Um, but I do like to get up and get my energy going. I'm kind of like that person. I like to drink something that gets me bouncing off yeah. the walls, but I like <laughs> for it to be smooth energy. So I don't get anxiety. Right. So yeah, I drink that before class. It's like a super healthy pre-workout doesn't have sugar in it. So it doesn't spike my blood sugar because I do Ooh. intermittent fasting until around one. Oh, you're fasted <laughs> when you do this sometimes. Yeah. You, you too? You're going in fasting? I actually, yeah, I actually take the class. I don't eat before the class just because if I eat before I work out, I feel like I just have too much food in my stomach. Really? <laughs> yeah, I'm, you feel if sick. If I'm jumping up and down and doing burpees, it just... kind of makes sense, but it feels like you'd be so weak. But I guess you've just got used to having energy without yeah, food, huh? just used to it. And yeah. it's a 9.30 class because you normally you normally do those this, at like 6. Yeah, I'm like 6, 5 yeah, at yeah. the end of the day. I've definitely eaten plenty of food by then. Yeah. The... um. That, that's interesting. Like, so fasting could be its own topic. I think that's interesting how the body can sort of adapt to eating its own fuel instead of like yeah. eating it all the time. So a couple things I wanted to say uh, also from Dr. Rhonda Patrick was, did you know that if you expose a fly, a little fruit fly to heat for 70 minutes, just one time, it extends their lifespan by 15%. Uh, I never knew that. Yeah, it doesn't so she, surprise me. Though. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if it's flies, you know, have you found that flies in? Well, have you ever had a fly in your class? Does it live longer? <laughs> never had a fly. <laughs> we had a, a bumblebee try to come swinging in there Are you when kidding? we were cleaning oh, to open the balcony. That thing must have lived forever with all that heat. Yeah, yeah we had well, to capture them though. Bad. Unfortunately, You're like you should have died of old age by now. But it's the heat, you know. <laughs> Can you imagine a bee swarming around oh. in their turn? <laughs> 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 that, oh yeah. 
So she was also saying that the reason why they think it it is extending the fly's life is because of something called heat shock proteins. And I guess these are, do you know anything about those? They're, I've heard of them. So they're pro. Yeah, she was describing them as proteins that actually help other proteins keep their form. So each our cells, uh, they transcribe into you know amino acids, and then the amino acids fold and in, fold into proteins, and they do all these amazing things in our body. But they they fall apart. Mm-hmm. And heat shock proteins, it seems like, are being shown to hold them together longer, which just means less recycling, meaning your longevity might go up. What about any funny, do you have, I don't know if you had any funny stories, funny the things only, happen? The only thing that ever happened was, cause I always wear the Lululemon aligns is I yeah. wore Ooh. like a rose color one to class one time. And because it's Dang, dark, that is, dark in there. Was it glowing? No, they thought oh. I wasn't wearing anything because oh. it was like, looked like skin <laughs> color. So that was about it. They're like, they're like, oh my God, it took me a second to. Just like oh, coming funny. in. I mean, that's, yeah. All right, that's a, that's, actually, that's a good segue. So what's the, uh, for a guy, what should I wear? Uh, I, go, we- I go with Lulu's. Lulu top, Lulu shorts, lightweight. Really? Breathable. Dang. What? You know, nothing nothing heavy. You know, don't wear sweatpants no. and sweatshirt, obviously. You know, I, I, I've <laughs> yeah. seen a couple of guys actually come to class wearing no. sweats. Oh, Unprepared. Really? Oh, like, one of the girls brought maybe? her husband. And uh, he, didn't know. he was wearing sweatpants. I don't know, I don't know how he oh, even got funny. through 10 minutes of that class. But, uh, <laughs> and then he light. didn't bring extra clothes either. Yeah, oh, very, very, yeah very, I made that mistake the So first you have time. to have yeah. you know, lightweight clothing. You know, uh, you got to have your, your mat. So I, yeah, because I definitely need to get a better shirt because I get so sweaty. And I do bring a spare set of clothes. But one thing that was surprising to me is that when I leave the studio and then just a few minutes later, I just take my shirt off. It feels so cold. Like, I don't know. I don't know if it just becomes cold because yeah. the air hits it and then it just like, and I guess that's what sweat does is it cools us off. So maybe when my shirt is covered with it, but yeah. Do you notice that your clothes get like really cold right after? Oh yeah. I call it Antarctica out yeah, there. Like as soon as you open those doors is Antarctica. Like I, and it's like, I know this is normal temperature most of the time. Yeah, I think yeah. it's a great feeling. I think it's absolutely <laughs> amazing when you do that. After like, an hour of being in there. Like yeah. honestly, the instructors like lock the door and change inside the room because we aren't trying <laughs> to be freezing. Well, I know you get, I know sometimes <laughs> you give those, uh, those like, uh, like washcloths or whatever that are icy right at the end of class and i know the first time you handed them out i didn't know what to do with them and i saw the girl next to me just like throw it on her face and i was like you i thought that was crazy now i know that it's normal but i was like who's gonna throw this icy thing on their face (laughs) and i was like oh that's i guess that's what's normal around here so you know i guess you love that ukulele or eucalyst or what's sorry the lavender yeah lavender smelling yeah so thing. it's calming in shavasana with the breath work. It just kind of feeds into that relaxation. So that's common. You throw that thing on the face? Yeah, or your neck. So it, it's just like, it's like the ice cream of class, you know, after you, <laughs> you're just like, oh my God, I can't wait to get that lavender towel. Oh, it's sure. like a reward, yeah. a treat. Yeah. Okay. So for girls, you recommend Lululemon also. Mm-hmm. So across the board, we just male or female, they just need to go to this website. The aligns something similar. They're the most comfortable leggings I've ever used. The aligns are great because they don't have seams. I literally, I can't even buy another brand now because they're uncomfortable. They dig into the sides of your body. You're like, you've been spoiled. Yeah. They're just, they're great. And for the hot room, um, they do, you know, you have to separate your non hot room and your hot room clothes because they will, they do start to like, you know, what detergent do you use? I just use like a free and clear, and then I add an essential oil called Purify. A oh, you're drops. not just throwing in Tide or something like that? Even that part of your life is detoxed? Oh, oh. yeah, no chemicals there. Dang. There is this one detergent I found at Sprouts. I got to go get more of it. It's called like Gunk Gone. I don't know. Anyways, it worked really good too. Okay. Wow. I didn't think about that. I'm I thought still, you were going to do something with the arm and hammer. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. yeah I, mean, these things, I mean, these are so sweaty. They've got to smell. If you don't clean them properly, I mean, it's got to be. I mean, arm I and know, hammer makes oil. like a free and clear brand too. I mean, okay. a free and clear line. It's just the perfumes. But yeah, I did find that lavender essential oil takes the smell out pretty good too. Okay, that's good. We'll have to throw. I have to try some of that because right now I'm just using the basics. Yeah. Okay, so if somebody comes to class, they need to bring a mat. Uh, they should bring water, a towel because they sweat, 
And then no shoes. You like it to be either barefoot or those kind of socks with sticky things, right? Yeah, I mean, most people, um, they could do the socks with if they want, but definitely no shoes. Or barefoot, It'd bring yeah. in germs into the room, and it's just like a, yeah, I don't even sense. wear shoes in my house either. Yeah, no, <laughs> like, I hear um, you. They stay in the garage on this like cute little shelf. Yeah, well, especially, <laughs> yeah, walking, yeah, walking around, you don't need to bring that in. But yeah, in there, we leave all of our uh, stuff and belongings outside, you know, and just bring ourselves, and so it's not cluttered. Just bring and, your mental state. I like yep. it. Yeah, you'll say at the beginning, like, I know you've got lots going on in your life, but now you've got an hour for yourself. You're like, okay, gotta let go. Yep. Absolutely. Mentally, mental. What mental preparation do you do before class? Uh, turn my phone off. It's the okay. first thing I do. Leave mm. it in the locker. Um, doesn't matter what's going on in a day. As soon as I get there and I start stretching before the class starts, or for the first you know five minutes, you know, I know that I'm here. I need you to get detach present? myself from the world and focus on what I'm doing. You know, as if you're not mm. focusing on what you're doing, that's how you hurt yourself. Do you feel like you've successfully learned the skill to kind of Absolutely. disassociate with like whatever crazy thing just happened right before class and then pick it up again Ab after? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it starts immediately after. Yeah. But yeah absolutely. That actually sounds like the most attractive, one of the most attractive things about doing it a lot would be that focus for me, actually. I mean, obviously the health benefits are the main thing, but you know, just being able to. That was know, one of the benefits. That out. was one of yeah. the benefits I liked about doing it later in the afternoon or later in the evening is because I'm working all day. And then I know later in the afternoon or evening, I detach myself from everything I'm doing with work. Yeah. I focus on the class. And then by the time I'm out of class, I'm ready to eat and go to bed. Yeah. Because with a regular so. yoga class, you can sit there and be like, oh my God, I have so much to do. But in hot yoga or like hot classes, you're kind of like, well, and you need to focus. Like, what am I doing next? Like, it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> when, you're, when you're at the gym and when you're at the gym and you're working out, I mean, everyone has their cell phone on. Oh, for sure. Yeah. A couple. Yeah. I do 12, 12 here. On the little chest press machine. They do two pumps and they're on their phone for 10 minutes. Yeah. They do two more pumps and they're on their phone for another 10 minutes. That is so true. 45 minutes goes by. They've done four sets and you know, no, I've seen that. And then someone comes up and like, are you done? like, oh yeah, sorry. I forgot. I've been here for like 30 minutes. Taking my phone. That is definitely one thing I love about no the phones. hot room. Yeah, keep is, it. yeah, yeah. Like when you go in, it's definitely just the best anti-anxiety. Like you can walk in and feel out of sorts, stressed out, like pissed off about a phone call you just got off of, whatever. But by the end of class, it's just all is gone. It's like drained out of your pores. Yeah. Stress is gone unless that bee's in there. Yeah, at least temporarily, <laughs> yeah, you know, until yeah. you get back on your phone again. But <laughs> But still, having a little break like that is it's a powerful tool. Okay, so let's talk, I guess let's just talk more. So you kind of you kind of talked about your weight loss story, but maybe we could just sort of expand on that because it seems like uh, people should know the full extent of how much weight they could lose. I started teaching the hot Pilates classes after my first daughter, and I actually had gained over 65 pounds with her, had an mm. emergency C-section. And so yeah, you can imagine I was like, and before that, I was like bikini modeling, all that stuff and doing shows. So for me as a new mom, I was definitely distraught and I just wanted to get back in shape. I wanted to get my personal training back going, my business. And so I started training and I decided to compete in the Ar Arnold Amateur. And so that was a lot of training. And so the hot room was really beneficial and helping reach those goals and um, burning off the body fat. And it's also so detoxifying. I mean, when you're pregnant, you have all these, just everything going on in your body. It just really helped get rid of all the junk. I mean, you're under anesthesia, I had to have an emergency C-section. Oh so it's just all the stuff in your body and the toxins that are there, mm -hmm. it helps like get rid of those. And also after class, your skin is damp. So you can take these white um, like rags and just like scrub your body and it takes off like that top layer. Oh, that top layer of skin? Yeah, so it helps your skin like shrink down also. I was wondering about that if also. the skin looks more glowing afterwards. But yeah, I guess, you know, it felt yeah, like it could. Yeah, especially the semi-rough ones, not the super fluffy ones. But if you get one that has texture to it, you can, yeah, it feels scrape really that, good. scrape that dead layer off. Yeah, I do that at the spa and at the sauna also. Just Dense. Cause it's kind of tickles all the sweat coming down. So you're just like <laughs> scrubbing it off and it's like, yeah. but yeah, it's taking off that layer of skin so that your skin is healthy is promoting blood flow to your skin. But I was able to, I ended up placing first in my height class at the Arnold amateur. And I definitely, you know, um, I feel that the hot Pilates classes were a big part of that. 
So Jordan, maybe you could tell us how long was your transformation and how, um, I don't know, how much could people like realistically expect if they're I mean, eating took, right took, and training right? It took a few and, years. I mean, there's, if you do it right, you know, it takes a few years. You're not going to lose a hundred pounds in two weeks. You know, yeah. you need to set realistic goals, you know, and then the first thing was really the diet. That was really the biggest part of, uh, losing weight was really analyzing what you're eating and changing your diet to being healthy. You know, then obviously mixing the gym and, and Pilates mm -hmm. in as well. Um, I lost a hundred pounds, but it took me about, you know, three, four years to really do it right. You right. know, um, didn't do any surgeries, you know, nothing like that. I was very fortunate. I didn't have any stretch marks, you know? Um, but, uh, it's funny cause when I was, when I was going to the gym and then when I was starting to take hot Pilates, a lot of people were coming up to me like, wow, what are you doing? What's the, what are you doing differently? What's you the know? secret? Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Secret, yeah. I want that in one day. Just, the secret is, is, you know, it's, it's a process, you know, mm. it's just eating right, setting goals and, and holding yourself accountable to them. How was it a, like a linear loss where you felt like you were just losing the same amount of pounds the whole time? Or was it just like, all um, like at first huge? So I, I like think the totally trickiest thing out. was, is when I, when I changed my diet and I was working out, you know, five, six days a week, um, I got to a point where I flatlined, you know, it's like, I'm not mm. losing any more weight. Like, why am I not losing any more weight? When I mixed in the hot classes with my workout, I it pushed me over the top. You know, I was starting to really oh. drop a lot more body fat and I was really leaning out a lot quicker. And the other thing is I was swimming, you know, I swim a lot also, which is another great workout for, for your core and for also leaning out. You know, one of my best friends is a swimmer and he said to me, he's how many fat swimmers do you see? Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and very You're little. like, okay. And then I'm becoming very, a swimmer. very, very little, very little, <laughs> you know, but, uh, when I was losing weight as fast as I was doing the hot classes, um, really put me over the top and really increased my body fat and, and losing the body fat and, uh, pushed me over that plateau mark. Mm, nice. Like what's the mentality between the early morning people, the afternoon people, like, are they morning people? Are they, do you think in a better position than the afternoon ones for losing weight or does it not matter? I don't really think it matters. I think it just basically has to do with their lifestyle. Like if they have to work or you know, their hours. Um, but I've taught at nine 30, I've taught at four 30 and I've had personally the same results with both of them. Sometimes, um, you know, you have all day, like, and you're eating, you have energy and then you go in and you rock it. Like I, I was teaching at four 30 for a while and loved it. Um, and that's one thing when, one thing that I feel like hot Pilates has given me more freedom with what I eat. So it's not always just a calorie thing, but yeah. by adding those classes in, I have more freedom to like go out and eat, you know, like things that I like on without having to gain weight from them. So right. there's like a whole nother level of just freedom in life with and it. And Pilates, but. like there's yoga, <clears throat> Pilates, and then hit, right? So that just means you're in a hot environment doing a different pattern. Right? Is that what Pilates is? The Pilates or, is just like the core. It's more core work. Okay. Yeah. So it'll be more, I don't even know how to describe it, but like more like abs and sit-ups mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah, and then the hip ones, hit one's going to be more weight lift, kind of like you're going to grab a weight and you're going to do a squat, a bunch of stuff like that. And then or break down what are the different types? Like what are the classes and then what's different about them? So we have at trans at um at Alchemy we have three class formats. So there's Ignite, Chisel, and Transcend. So Ignite is because I show up to them randomly. Yeah, so I, I know, feel like, like I, I'm and I'm ready for anything. Yep. But yeah, but no, that's awesome. I should know what I'm actually in for. So Ignite is a blend of hot Pilates, which is core chiseling um, exercises, obliques, core, back. It's all centered around the core. Um, there are other exercises we do, but and then it also has barefoot boot camp exercises in there, which is typically we only do like five pound dumbbells in there, but you can go heavier if you want. Like Jordan will pick up heavier weights. Oh, dang. I How big do you to, go? 20? Uh, 15. Dang. Ooh, yeah. I mean, expert. most of the exercise is more about flowing and working with your own body weight in Ignite. Mm -hmm. And then we have the flowing like yoga transitions. And then the second format is called chisel. So that's more personal training style. We go heavier weights. We grab all the, you know, the heaviest weights. I typically do the five tens and 15s and go up and wait each set. So it's like progressing wow. and then we do three rounds. So Dang. it's more, like I said, personal training style. And then the hit is when you're doing like high intensity interval rounds. Like if you do squat jumps for eight or 16 counts. And so that would be a hit round. And we do those rounds in both of those classes. You think that's the hardest Dang. if you had to rank the three? 
Um, Ignite and Chisel are about the same in intensity. There are definitely the challenging classes. You're going to be hit. That's where you're going to be hitting that 450 to 500 calories for women and 800 to 1,000 for men. And then Transcend is more just a few yoga flows to kind of get your blood flow going. And then some core work, mat Pilates, and then some yin stretching. 800, that's a whole wow. sandwich. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> we do have it. booty yoga as well at Alchemy. We're all one of yeah. the only yoga studios <laughs> in Las Vegas that has it. So it's fun. Yeah. It's definitely more of a feminine workout, though. If anyone sure. needs uh, to understand how to do that class correctly, I've been through one, so I can tell them. It's great. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like I said, that's the problem with showing up randomly. It's like, <laughs> oh, this is going to be a good class. But uh, yeah, I went through that and it was like a lot of, ju- yeah, a lot of, I don't know, I got through it, whatever. That's Luckily, it's dark enough in there that I was far enough back <laughs> and I was funny. like, I'll just get through it. But yeah, I'll have to take, I'm going to take Matt to that The one. women love it. That'll the women fun. love it. Yeah, it's uh, definitely not, not quite the right one for me next time, but <laughs> yeah, now I, I know. Haven't, I haven't done that class yet. Yeah. Well, if you need expertise. You said yet. Appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> so for our closing question, can you just let people know where they can actually take some of your classes from? It's under alchemy.las.vegas. Wow. And we have our first yeah. week free link up there. So just click that. Get the first week free and come check out all the different formats and, uh, you know, show up ready to sweat. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Bring an extra pair of clothes too, for yes, sure. We definitely. have beautiful locker rooms. You can take a shower afterwards. So. Yeah. And that's cool too, because it's like a female owned business and you're the entrepreneur and owner. So I think that's really cool if they want to get to know you personally. So tell me about that. You also decorated this place. What was your design thinking like i know you came in and just saw a room with wood floors so how did you (laughs) kind of come up with the the style of the room yeah so when i walked into the room um the first thing i noticed was i loved the wood floors so i played everything off the floors i just took everything out um and then i I matched the wall colors to bring out the colors in the floor so it was more of like the grayish dark grayish with a hint of blue to it Mm -hmm. like a hint of navy to it so it wasn't black and then I got the ceilings nice and dark as well so that they would blend in That's with the awesome. infrared heater. So it looks really sexy and then blacked out all the windows so it's nice and dark. I love working out in the dark because I feel like I can get in a zone and people aren't staring at me or not staring at people and their right. eyeballs in the mirror. And so <laughs> yeah. you can kind of just zone out, which is nice. And yeah. then if people kind of want their own privacy and they don't want to feel like especially if they feel insecure or, you know, they're yep, getting been there used before. to the room. Yeah. I it appreciate feels... the dark for sure. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. then as soon as you open the wind, the doors, we have a balcony overlooking Tivoli village. So I did redid the floors and covered the tile floors with a nice wood that kind of flowed out from the room and then put some nice, um, like nice cozy, furniture out there so the students oh, cool. can go outside and get some fresh air um, talk on some business calls do whatever they want chit chat with each other on the balcony as well after class nice yeah I like the warm lighting and just sort of the ambience of the kind of rope lighting around the bottom mm-hmm. very cool I love designing things and making them pretty. That's one of my favorite things to do. Really? Well, you did a great mm-hmm. job. Yeah, it's definitely got a whole aura to it. I mean, I remember that room before you took it over and it was just a room. Now it's like, <laughs> wow, it's got such a vibe when you walk in. Thank you. Thank you for your time. I appreciate it. Awesome.